0: This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. It's Ruby here, and you're listening to News Time. Hey, Ruby. Hi. On today's show, we're going to try a dance sport called Fizzy. Then we'll fly around Australia with a bird nerd and hear about a nifty solution for earaches. Well, farewell some workers heading overseas for Christmas. And you know what comes next. Wow of the week. Yes, the story that made us go wow. What do you think? Should we get on with the show? Let's go. Story number five. Have you heard of physical culture? They just do, like, very cool dancing. Yeah. Sometimes it's just called fizzy. It's a dance sport and it's a combination of ballet, gymnastics, aerobics, jazz and pilates. Up until recently, only girls were allowed to enter fizzy competitions.
1: Boys might be sad that they didn't get to do it if girls only were able to do it. That's very, very sad because it's unfair for boys because if it's their dream, they can't do it.
0: Well, luckily, the rules have changed. The Australian Fizzy and Dance Association now accepts entries for junior boys up to 12 years old. And a boy called Dajaran Doke has just become the first boy to qualify for a national fizzy's final. It's just very good and you can just feel happy. Dajaran is 10 years old. He's a Gomeroy Durrumbull boy from Weriske. Greek in New South Wales, and he's always loved doing fizzy with his mum at home. Dejarin recently performed in a competition at Tamworth, and he was the only boy and one of six dancers selected to progress to the national final in Sydney. The final happened on the weekend, and Dejarin danced up a storm. He did his team proud. Good work, Dejarin. Great job, Dejarin. Story number four. Whoa, what is that? Up there in the sky. I can see a plane. Ah, that is a micro light. It's like a hang glider with a motor. Only one person can fit inside and it's got no roof, so it can't fly in the rain or in strong wind.
1: Scary if you're already halfway through and then it starts storming.
0: Luckily, the pilot is a great planner. Her name is Millie Formby and she's a zoologist, an artist and she describes herself as a bird nerd. Millie's microlight is called Little Bird and she's flying it all the way around Australia to raise awareness about migratory shorebirds. They're birds that fly super long distances right across the world when they want to breed.
1: When they um, are flying, they have to, like, stop for a bit to get, like, food and water and then they keep flying and then they find a home to sleep for the night and then they keep flying.
0: That's right! Shorebirds rely on wetlands to rest and refuel. They're often called waders because they wade around mudflats and shallow water looking for food like crabs and worms. There's not
1: much of them anymore because their shelter can get ruined.
0: Sadly, yep. One of the main reasons is that humans have been putting houses and buildings and airports and all sorts of things on the most important ecosystems that shorebirds use on their journeys. Millie has been landing in towns all around Australia and visiting schools to help kids learn about shorebirds and the ecosystems they rely on. She's hoping to inspire the next generation of bird nerds. You're amazing, Millie. You can hear more about Millie and her beloved birds on the ABC Kids Listen podcast, Imagine This. There's a brand new episode out now where Millie answers the question... How do birds fly?
1: Story number three.
0: Oh, earaches are the worst. Very painful. More than 700 million people around the world are diagnosed with a middle ear infection every year. If they're not treated properly, that can lead to hearing loss. One person who's had lots of ear infections is 14-year-old Leanne Fan. What do you think we could do to help Leanne's ears? Just, like, rest it and stuff. Leanne has invented special headphones to help diagnose and treat ear infections. She came up with the idea for the headphones because they don't cost much money, they're easy to carry and kids know how to use them.
1: I wear them for, like, my classroom. We go and go to reading groups and then I go on computers.
0: Excellent. These headphones connect to an app that compares the ear to pictures of healthy and infected ears. If it matches the picture of the ear to an infected ear, the headphones kick into treatment mode. The treatment happens when blue light is shone into the ear in a process called phototherapy. Leanne's invention won her the prize of America's top young scientist.
1: Well done, Leanne.
0: Leanne's older sister, Cara, won the same award four years ago. She invented liquid bandages. What a clever family. Story number two. Do you remember when we had COVID lockdowns?
1: It's just not really good because if somebody wanted to go, like, somewhere like Queensland or something, they can't go because they're locked down and people had to go
0: online school. Yeah, it was tough. And especially tough for people from overseas who got stuck here in Australia.
1: Not fun if you had family in another country and you wanted to go back to see them.
0: Yep. Albert Chan arrived in Australia from Tonga about two years ago. He came to work on a citrus farm in South Australia and he only expected to be here for about six months. But then COVID rules kicked in and made it difficult for people to travel. Albert ended up staying a lot longer than he'd planned. Maybe he has friends over there and family that he missed. He did. But he wasn't alone. Lots of other workers from the Pacific Islands had also come to Australia to work on farms. Albert says that being away from his family was the hardest when a natural disaster happened back home in Tonga. There was a volcano and a tsunami. And Albert couldn't get through to his family and friends for a really long time because the internet was down and the phone lines were broken. As you can imagine, he was pretty happy when he finally heard from them and he found out they were OK. Happy tears. This month, Albert will finally be able to go back home to see his family face-to-face. He's one of lots of people who'll be seeing their families again these holidays after lots of time apart. Albert says he's looking forward to spending Christmas in Tonga. He's going to eat a feast of seafood with his family.
1: Merry Christmas, Albert. Merry Christmas,
0: Albert. Happy holidays. And now it's the moment you've been waiting for. Wear of the week. This
1: story made me go, wow, because it's made out of elephants.
0: Whenever I talk about this subject, I start feeling itchy. It's nits.
1: Nits are like something that's in your hair that makes your hair very itchy.
0: Yep. Nits are another name for head lice, tiny wingless insects that live in human hair and feed on blood from our scalps. Nits Knits are super common, especially in kids, and they're nothing to be too worried about.
1: Yeah, my mum used the treatment on it. My mum had, like, this
0: like, thing that got them out, like, spray and stuff. Shampoos and lotions can help, but you also usually need to use a comb to pull lice and their eggs out of your hair. Recently, archaeologists dug up an ancient knit comb from Israel. They think it's thousands of years old. Amazing. The comb also had a sentence written on it in the earliest known alphabet. What do you think the sentence said?
1: This is to get knits out of fur and hair.
0: You're actually very close. The sentence said may this tusk root out the lice of the hair and the beard. The comb was made of something called ivory. Ivory is banned in lots of countries, including Australia, because it comes from elephants' and rhinos' tusks. Both of those animals are endangered species, which means there aren't many of them left here on planet Earth. Archaeologists say this comb would have been pretty expensive. Because there were no elephants in Israel, that means the ivory would have been imported from another country. And that means even rich people get nits, and they have done for thousands of years. And that's it for today's show, my friends. Thank you, Ruby. Make sure you listen next week because we'll be counting down our favourite good news stories from 2022. And don't forget to do the Time quiz. It's in the show notes. Bye. Bye. Or as they say in Maltese, ciao. Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.